my dudes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Off the Crossbar Podcast. Linz, how you going, mate? Hi, Jace. I'm well, thanks, mate. I'm ready to go again for another another podcast today. Should be good. Yeah, should be a good one today. Yep. Um, everyone, don't forget you can find us on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and SoundCloud for however you access your podcasts. It is free, so. Yeah, oh, gotta love a free <laughs> anything free in this world in this day and age, Jace. Um, so today, Linz, we're going to go through our three women's teams again. So, yep. Um, you know, in part one, we're going to cover uh, Lundy and uh, Taylor's Div Two girls. Yep. Um, just uh, actually had a game last night, which we can cover as well. Okay. Um, a catch up game. Sounds um, good. Part two, we're going to dive into Tash and Jess's. Div two squad, yep. Um, and then we're going to finish off with with our girls div one. Awesome. So there's a bit to get through there, Jay. So it should be a good hour and a half or so. And yeah, um, yeah looking forward to it. What I'd say we uh, hit up a cheers and yeah, this mate. old the drink for today, guys, is the old um, wild turkey American honey. For oh. those that are, that are fans, Jason and I have gone top shelf. Going up class today. Uh, yeah, the, usually the old super crisp great northerns get a. <laughs> Didn't come today. <laughs> but um, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Let's get on with it. Yep. Beautiful. Part one. All right, so Lundy's, Lundy's Div 2 team. Right. Uh, like I said just before, uh, uh, fresh off a uh, catch-up game uh, last yep. night. Yep. Um, they were down at Burley wins. Yeah, the um, the girls went down to Burley. They're probably not um, a little bit of a surprise, not knowing what to expect there. Burley, a new women's team in the, in the women's comp at, uh, on the Gold Coast. Um, you know, it's always, we're talking earlier, Jason, it's always a, a little bit of a, a danger game uh, when you play away in a catch-up game on a Monday night. It's never fun. It's it's never fun. You never know what you're walking into. I think perhaps, obviously, we weren't there, but I think perhaps, you know, Lundy's girls might have got an ambush there, um, which can happen, you know, it's happened to us at Kingscliff last year, if you remember. Yeah. Um, and, and it'll happen again this year to us and, and to Tash as well. So hopefully the girls have um, have healed up okay. There was a few few sore bodies out of it, but yep. um, hopefully they're all you know mentally over it and ready to go again. You know for the next game. Yeah, um, and a quick turnaround for them. So you know they'll be they'll be playing again tomorrow night, which we'll cover very soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, the score ended up being a three one loss. Yeah, um, down at Burley Lynx. I think uh, it was Macy that got. Uh, Lundy's goal for it, the girls? It was Macy, was it? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, she's in red-hot form, mm. um, goal-scoring form. She's obviously scored for us also last week and um, a regular, you know, regular on the score sheet for Lundy. I believe she had to, um, you know, she had to go off at half-time and couldn't go back on, so that definitely would have hurt hurt their uh, their cause. And um, But what wouldn't have hurt their cause is, is Annabelle from, from our Div 1 that played for them uh, down there at Burley and, and was actually awarded player of the match. Oh wow. Um, Good so on. yeah, from all accounts she's she's had a blinder and her own account. You know <laughs> she, she's <laughs> she, uh, she she let me know she had a blinder, so well done to Annabelle. Um, she's playing well at the moment, especially last game that we'll cover later on yep, in the podcast. Yep. That's that's for sure. I'm really, really proud of her for going down there with the right attitude and, and um, you know, personally doing well uh, against 
you know, what seemed to be quite a tough team down there at Burley. Mm. Well, Lundy told me that uh, it was one all at half time. Right. So a pretty close game. Um, you know, seems from what Lundy tells me, were quite a physical team. Right. Um, uh, may have knocked a couple of the. Uh, oh, Reese is uh, trying to get contact with us again. Thanks, mate. Bang on time, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, a bit of a physical team. Um, sounds like they were definitely up for the match. Um, and maybe Lundy's girls, obviously, coming off a few injuries before last night's game, uh, may have picked up a couple more. So, maybe, you know, maybe a half, half a step off the pace, maybe. Yeah. Game. Um, yeah. Look, it's it's no secret they've had you know some some uh, training attendances have dropped off for for Lundy's girls, which I know Lundy's been disappointed about. And you know there, there's the argument that you know they they can't help it. There's there's obviously injuries and uni um, dominating the priorities, um, which I think is the majority of the reasons as to why you know girls haven't been able to get there, but. You know, it, it it just goes to show. You know, you don't. You just have to drop the ball. And Div Two is especially tough this year with only four Div One teams. Mm. The Div Two divisions, both of them, have got very strong very quickly. Yeah, definitely. And, and if you if you drop the ball, you're going to get beaten. And and you know, poor old Lundy's team walked into that on Monday night. And hopefully, you know, there's still plenty of time for them to turn it around. It's just a three-one loss that'll happen to everyone. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, like as you said, with the you know both Div Two comps uh, containing some you know very capable teams um, to you know take out the premiership for both both leagues this year. Yeah. Um, it's turning out to be quite an interesting league that um, Lundy's girls are involved in at the moment. So right, you know, looking at the ladder, we're five games in, and there's only three points separating the top four. So, okay. you know, Bonds is sitting on top with 12. Palm Beach and Burley are both tied on 10 points. Okay. And obviously with the, the loss last night, Lundy's girls are sitting on nine points. So, you know, if the girls can hopefully get down training and put in the work, there's definitely, you know, time to make up that ground and break away from the pack, I reckon. If yeah. They, if they put it in. Yeah, it's a, definitely a big one for them coming up on on. Wednesday night, tomorrow night, um, playing the top team. Uh, they steal points there. You know, they're, they're right back in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> and um, They beat them last time. They did. Four. They did. And, uh, you know, at their best, Lundy's team, probably the best team. You know, they've, they've got probably two or three other really good teams in their comp, no doubt. But but I'm pretty confident that if Lundy's girls get it right, they should win it, you know, with the team they've got. Yeah, definitely. So... Wednesday night, everyone, uh, Lundy's girls are away to Bond at 7.45. Um, so, yeah, been an interesting game, that one. See if they can, you know, get a, get a you know, two wins out of two games against Bond. Yeah, six points to Bond would be would be a huge boost. Huge boost for Lundy's girls. Um, you know, I know through, um, through the whisper and the conversations of, of coaches today, uh, teams will be posted later tonight, but... But Sierra uh, will be playing for Lundy in that game, so that will strengthen them, oh, you know, greatly. Yeah, so late team news there. Late late inclusion. You Still heard it. You, you heard it fresh <laughs> from the man. Um, no, because of the uh, injury situation with um, you know all three teams really, there's a bit of player juggling going on, and it's 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 a hassle for every team. You know, no team wants to actually borrow from someone else, but but. That's the situation where you know where we're put in, unfortunately. But 
I'm sure Sierra will put her best foot forward for Lundy, and um, you know Bond will have to be very good to get past her defensively. Yeah, not just that though. They've got a very, very capable goalkeeper in Sarah McDonald behind that um, defensive line for Lundy. She's actually leading the clean sheets between all three of our teams. That's so far right. This year, so you know if she can keep up that good record, it's going to put Lundy's girls in a really good position to hopefully get ahead of Bond. That's right. I mean, you know. Um, you know, Sarah's been rock solid all year. I was a little bit surprised to see that uh, they conceded three the other night. Is that, is that um, sounds like Reese still burning? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a very annoying cyclist interrupting <laughs> our podcast. Um, yeah, but Sarah's been rock solid in goal, so Burleywood had to have been very, um, very, you know, good in front of goal, I guess, or very effective going forward. Um, so yeah, no, definitely true. Um, so going forward, oh, what's, what's, what's this? Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so yeah, guys, I just thought um, apt sound grab for an injury update. Ooh. Ooh, I like uh, this. New, new segment within a segment. Segment within a segment. Uh, idea from my good self. <laughs> okay, and uh, just, it, it was inspired by the, I suppose, the conversations with uh, Tash today in, in the main. And um, yeah, just to the fact that, um, you know, there's so many injuries with us at the moment, but just in speaking of Lundy, I mean, he's got, he's got, he's riddled with injuries compared and, and added to on last night's game. So, um, I know Brooklyn has definitely been struggling. Um, you know, certainly in recent weeks, I know she was very tight in the hamstrings. Um, you know, so they've got uh, Jade, Jade with a groin that that's really struggling with that. G's ankle, Logan's ankle, KJ. <laughs> Brooklyn's telling me that KJ has both ankles and calves. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean. That ain't good. <laughs> that, that, that's not going to come in good. Sarita, Simeon, Macy all couldn't go back on apparently on uh, last night. So, Are there any fit players at the moment in that team? Well, looking down this list that Brooklyn's given me, you know, the, who's that leave? I mean, nobody. <laughs> They're all fucked. Everyone's <laughs> carrying an injury. But I mean, I can understand and appreciate it through, you know, we're struggling as well. Um, so you can see how how it can happen, but um, you know they're they're really sort of I suppose every team has their has their period, and you know through the season where they do it a bit tough, and I think this is Lundy's now, and and, and it's some sometimes not always a bad thing if you get it away early, mm. you know maybe maybe they can get through this in in if three they can weeks, through yep. and still still be within striking distance, yeah, yeah, nick a result and a draw and a, or a win. You know, just in the next few weeks while they're undermanned, and and then sort of come out the other side, you know, with a fresh list and ready to attack the back half of the year. I'm sure that's what Lundy will be counting on, and I think you know sometimes that's how it works out. Yeah. Um. So you know, best of luck to to those girls recovering. Um. You know, no one likes to see anyone injured, but no. look after <laughs> yourselves, girls. Yep. Yep. Mm. Well, I like that that bit of a uh, bit of yeah. sound grabbing. So. Yep. How do you want to? How do you want to run this? Um, are you? Are we going to know when you play this uh, sound grab in the future, mate? Or you're going to have some fun with it? Um, well, <laughs> no, I'll have some fun with it. But 
<laughs> I mean, I, I'll tell you that the hard thing is, is off our, you know, high tech system here, Jason, where we're working pretty much off a laptop and a couple of phones. Um, anytime I turn my volume up for a random sound grab, I get a message come through. Um, so there's a little, we've got to sort sort out a little something there where I can... We'll have to hire a tech person because, you know, we are, we're getting big now with our podcast. We need, <laughs> we need, we need a, you know, maybe Liam upstairs, <laughs> we could get him on the, on the go and just say, mate, hold all calls. Hold all calls. <laughs> Help out off the crossbar podcast. Here's yeah. what we provided. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's, that is our, our issue, but... Yep, I'll be throwing in the random injury sound grabs every now and then. And, Beautiful, um, we've got to be ready. Got to be ready, and look, hopefully... I feel sorry for our future guests that don't know what's about to happen in yeah, the podcast. Yeah, it might... Be ready if might, you're listening. Might be an interesting, um, you know, interesting reactions there, but yeah, hopefully I never have to do it if we never have any injuries. I like the song choice. Look, I was... <laughs> I was um, Everybody hurts. Yeah. I mean, it just came on the on the uh, radio at work, you know, Coles Radio, and uh, I, just thought, yes. I said that's got to happen. It's got to happen. So I don't mind the old "Hello Darkness, my old friend" sound. <laughs> <laughs> Jotting it down right now, Jason. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's covers us for Lundy's Girls. Do you think at this time is there any any other thing that you'd like to mention? Is there anything that you particularly liked from his? his girl side of things, anything that you haven't liked that, that you're aware of? Um... Um, well, I think one obvious thing, and I know we keep harping on about it, but an obvious dislike for me from a coaching point of view was obviously attendance. So I would love for that to turn into a like in future and hopefully, you know, uh, Lundy and uh, Taylor and Geordie's girls um, can, can all turn up in good numbers so they can, you know, give a quality training session um, for the girls to actually develop and work and start, I guess, gelling a bit more together. Yeah, um, it it's takes, always going to help. It takes work and time. Yep. Um, Even if they're injured, I'd love to see some of the girls just yep. rock up. You know, I know it's getting cold, so, you know, I know um, for, for our girls, a great example last night, you know, mm. we had Bex, Lainey, Mel, um, all, the, all the injured girls turn up and yep. they were quite happy to watch the session or, you know, help out picking up cones or whatever. Ball bitches. Um, you know, coffee in one hand and yep. cones in the other. So, you know, um, I don't see why Lundy's girls can't do the same. You yep. know, they, they sacrifice that time every week anyway to train. So it's not as if they haven't got anything else on. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be great to turn that from a dislike, in my point of view, into a like. I want to see, I want to be proud of those girls and go, okay, they're doing great. Yeah. Showing up, they're showing that they care for their team. And, um, yeah, it should hopefully reflect on the league ladder in a couple of games' time. Well, that's right. I'm confident if that does actually happen and we do turn that into a like, that they'll actually find results yeah. and, and, you know, that'll, that'll take care of itself. What about you, Linz? Uh, a like um, or a dislike? Um, oh, look, you know, I, I think that I, you know, I, I tend to dislike a lot. <laughs> Is it backhanded compliment coming? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really like, like the way that... Um, you know that the Lundy's girls play when they get it right. You know what I mean. They've yeah, got a, that is a good point. They've got a lot of good players in that team. You know, um, quality players. Certainly, Macy's right up there. We're happy to use her in Div One at any occasion. Yeah, Logan, Logan. Logan's a ripper. Um, obviously, Sarita, we're big on. You know, Megan's improved out of sight as a as a field player. Yeah, Jade is a gun. You know, Brooklyn, 
works her ass off like that you know this Mariko is looking as good as what she's ever had she had a bit of a rough game last night she tells me but um you know they've got a really good team so I, I like it you know when those girls get it together you know they've got good players but one thing I do want to mention to you know anyone listening with with Lundy in mind there and I, I know this because I'm his mate and we have you know we have chats and I don't think the girls quite actually get it but you know, through uh, attendances and, and stuff like that, his enjoyment in coaching is actually diminishing. You know, he's he's very much, you know, on the cusp of, you know, possibly not coming back next year because... That's not good. Yeah, because he doesn't feel as though he has the support of the girls behind him. Yeah. Now, I know, I know that group and I know that if they knew that, they would hate that. You know, that's definitely not an intentional... Um, act from the girls but that uh, I suppose I'd like to speak to every everyone listening um, you know especially if you're in Lundy's Div 2 team get yourselves to training you know make the effort in whatever capacity you can yep yep you're injured that's fine wear your onesie come down talk to your friends understand what's happening because you know when you get on the field you know what's going on yeah um, and you know Lundy would love to come back and coach you next year but at the moment he's just doing it a bit tough so um there's nothing worse, I mean, talking from a coaching point of view, there's nothing worse when you think of a couple of really good drills or activities that you want to show the girls to get real value out of. Yeah. And obviously you need a set amount of players to make the drill work. Yeah. And you rock up and there are players that either maybe haven't mentioned that they're not coming tonight. So you've got this plan in mind and then you get the numbers that you get and obviously it isn't where you want it to be yeah and then you have to adjust your whole training session on the spot there and then and that's not only uh, obviously um disappointing as it is but it's also you know like you said before with lundy you know diminishing in um i guess enjoyment enjoyment because yeah. you really want to show these girls something because you've you've put your you know your passion into sh- you know showing the girls a bit of your knowledge or a bit of the way you'd like them to play yeah. football or, you know, you, you you just generally intrinsically want the girls to improve through you showing them something really, really interesting and fun. And when that doesn't come to fruition, you obviously walk away from that going, well, not just A, what's the point, but B, do these girls actually want me to coach them? You yeah. Know, do Am I actually giving any value here? Is it worth me being here? So, you know, from a self-efficacy point of view, it's, you know, it, it could be affecting Lundy big time as well well and the girls are unaware of that like you said before yeah i mean i know it is i'm his mate we, we talk about it he'd never he might not, he might be annoyed at me for bringing this up but i feel i have to um as as his friend to let you know let the listeners know you know particularly the girls in his team that you know they they they've got a good chance this year if they just to get on get, get on board um but you know that in their defense there's there's things going on so it's, it's which, we, which we understand yeah it's a balance girls um you know, really, really fun, good, good group of girls in that team. So hopefully they can they can put that that loss last night behind yep. them and, and get get moving. I love watching them play. Yep. Can't wait for a back to back game soon. Yep. No, it'd be good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that'll finish off part one for us, uh, Lynn. So okay. Let's uh, let's take a bit of a break and sure. uh, we'll get into part two, talking about Tash and yeah. Jess's Div Two squad. Yeah, we'll cover those girls. Cool. Beautiful. Nice. Thanks, mate. No worries. Uh, so, Liam, tell us again, why uh, why do you want this job? So my wife keeps saying that I need to make more money so that we can, like, I don't know, like, survive or something like that. Um, so I figured 
how hard can it be to get a job, right? Yeah. I mean, all my all my friends have jobs. Like, for example, Jose is wait, no, no, Jose is unemployed. Oh, my my buddy Sammy. Yeah. My buddy, my, no, 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 he's in jail. Uh, oh, I got my friend, my friend from Tantino. He makes a mix ton of money selling drugs <laughs> illegally. <laughs> oh wait, oh we're recording. Oh sorry. Oh. Sorry, Liam. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to you, we'll talk to you later about that uh, future IT job. Thanks, mate. Yep. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to uh, Off the Crossbar podcast. Uh, bit awkward there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Great little sound grab there, Jason. Thanks, mate. Well played, mate. We, uh, the, the search is still on for, a, for an IT person. Yep. Um, podcast. At the moment, we've nominated Liam as that person. If anybody would like a, a, an opportunity, just uh, mention on the Facebook page and we'll get you in for, a, for an interview. Yeah. Hopefully you got better qualifications than uh, Liam just said there. Bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's jump into part two. All right, what are we looking at now, Jess? We are going to chat about uh, Tash and Jess's uh, Div 2 team wins. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So uh, last week they uh, got a got a pretty good uh, Um, win last week, mate. Over your old uh, old brigade out at Southport there. A tough one nil win. Yep, uh, everyone loves a, a win against Southport. No question about that. Um, it would have been a tough game. Um, I know that they were, you know, really gunning for that after you know, um, you know, really good weeks at training, really putting the efforts in. So it was good to see them get the reward uh, out at Southport. They were a bit concerned about that game, so it was well done to them. Yeah, I, I think so as well. They were pretty pretty happy with with that result. Um, you know, obviously after playing, um, you know, very, very capable teams like Magic, um, you know, early in the season, I think, I reckon that's put them in good stead to, you know, get back to training and be prepared for teams that could potentially do that to them again. And I reckon Southport definitely would have had that, um, yeah. I guess, uh, threat with them as well. And I, it I, looks like Tash and Jess done a really good job. I think so as well. Um, you know, and I talk with Kim often, obviously, a housemate of mine, um, captain of Tash's team, and, you know, knows of that magic team quite well through the, the NPL days. Um, and, you know, 8-0, which is what the result was with Tash against that magic team, that, that actually, when when the round's, uh, you know, said and done, that's actually not a bad result. Mm. So I think Tash's girls can take real good, um, you know, credit out of that result, and they're, they're taking it further into the work that they're putting in. Um, you know, the, the table there is a... Is an is an open market. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's just like Lundy's league. There's again only four points in it. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Tash and Jess's girls uh, also sitting fourth. Yep. Um, but I think you saw there that I think um, one of the teams has a game in hand. Yeah, that's magic. There, they they're in second, two points above Tash. They've got a game in hand though that you'd, you know you'd assume they'd win that. Um, so you know that would put them on nine points. So. You know, there's only that would still only mean only five points separating fourth from first. Yeah, and that's only three games in as well. So yep. you know, once all said and done, still plenty of time to to make a dent. Still, still plenty of time to make a dent, and also for Musgrave, Magic's out of the way for the round. So there'd be a lot of teams that have to play Magic um, still, you know, in front of them as well. So at least for the round, Musgrave have got that out of the way. Yep. Uh, looks like a potential dark horse, though, um, with a, a new team entering that comp. 
um, mm. that they're actually playing tomorrow night wins. Yeah, in the in the form of the the Brody, uh girls that were, I suppose, uh, finding it too tough in Div One, that were allowed by Football Gold Coast to be, um, you know, rescheduled into the Div Two North Comp. Um, that's, they're a young team, aren't they? Yeah, I believe they're you know basically under seventeens in the main. Um, yeah, apparently that was the the main reason for them wanting to come out of Div One was you know they didn't want girls getting getting flogged at that age and not returning to the game. Yeah, um, which but, is fair enough. It, I guess you want them to stay in the game. Yeah, I mean, there's a case for that. That's that's probably fine. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, they they probably don't have the choice next year. <laughs> but um, uh, that's that's how it is. But I, I think that um, Tasha's girls can get a good showing. Just going back to that Southport game, um, just touching on... One player for yep. me who was awarded the player of the match for that game, but only, not only that, she scored the the winner. Oh yeah, uh, Jess Kimpton, who is now playing up front for for Tash. Um, Very an effective player, isn't she? From the yeah. last couple of games we've seen, she's been in and around. Yeah, goal a lot. Look, we've seen Tash's team play a couple of times because we've had them, you know, before us. Or yeah. playing, you know, next to us when we've been training or whatever. Especially that game against Pimpamar City um, at home. I think Jess could have had a couple of goals. Yeah, actually. she just looks really hungry. Um, you know, she was always. On, we've both had experience coaching Jess. Yep. Um, she was always, you know, uh, we've both talked about this. Excellent to coach, lovely girl. Yep. Um, plenty of, I guess, ability. But just that real, probably that real desire, that real hunger to, to compete is probably not there from Jess. But we're seeing that now, I feel, with, with Tash and with her role up front. I think she's starting to understand that that's her role. Her role now is to score goals. And, you know, they, she got that one at Southport, one in the game, and obviously the, the player of the match award. But, you know, she's capable of putting a few on the scoreboard for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think she could be a massive player. Mm. Massive player for them going forward, mm. um, and you know the younger the younger girls I think could learn a thing or two from from Jess as well. So young Selma, who yep. normally plays out in the left for for Tash, I think she can, you know, um, work out or you know fine tune a few things because you know both both girls are left footed. Yep. So you know she'll learn a thing or two on how Jess approaches. Um, you know certain situations as well. So that'll be good to see. Yeah, I think Selma is. Um is coming along in leaps and bounds under Tash. I think she's doing a wonderful job with her. Um, you know, she can be a little bit tricky, Selma. She sometimes seems like she's not really into it. But no, that's not the case. You know, it's just it's just a perception. Um, but there's no no more promising a, a player than, than Selma. She's got a ripping left foot cannon. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know if you noticed it last night after training. Um, but when the girls from Tasha's team were training beside us on field one there, and um, we, we saw, probably caught the last five minutes or so as we were walking up to the grandstand. And in that five minutes, I saw Selma score a beautiful goal. I saw her whip a beautiful cross in. And I think she, um, you know, she put a beautiful ball through from, from distance for one of the strikers running through as well. So... Uh, really good things coming from Tasha's girls at the moment. You know, they're 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 on their own path. You know, plenty to like about what what 
what's going on there and their clash against Broadbeach tomorrow night should be a ripper. Yeah, it should be an interesting thing there. I, I can't wait to watch that game um, before before our girls kick off. Yeah, just um, also on the team selections for that, another <laughs> another oh, brilliant update tip. update from myself. Hot off the press. Um, yeah, by the time people hear this podcast, I imagine the teams will be named. Maybe not, but if you've listened, you've got the scoop. Uh, Jenna and Annabelle are both going to play for... Tasha's girls. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so that will strengthen their cause, no doubt. Um, very, very proud of the girls for putting their hands up um, to, to help help out. And also must be said that Kim Amira and Leah Nelson are going to help us out afterwards as well. So there's a bit of a bit of teams helping out each other there for uh, us and Tash. Which is really good to see. Yeah. It's great to see everyone helping each other out. Yep. But um, yeah, it should be a good game if you can get down there, 6.15 at Broadbeach. Um, see if Tasha's girls can can. Um, I think they're at home. Yeah, they're at home before us. Yeah, yeah. So they'll you know they'll they'll be encouraged by that. Um, as with the two div one inclusions, I think they'll be strong. Yeah, I think um, if we jump into the I guess the likes and dislikes for this um, this part. Mm. Um, for me, I'm going to go with with the like. Okay. Um, you know, I am absolutely loving how much this team is gelling together. Yep. So, you know, um, when I what I mean by that is I love seeing the experienced players, so like Kim, the Charlene's, um, you know, helping out girls like Selma, Leah Nelson. Um, oh, oh, injury update. Blooms. <laughs> injury update. Injury update coming up, guys. Great. Okay. Everybody hurts. Right. And... Tasha's team is hurting at the moment with a few injuries. Um, definitely one that's hurting them badly at the moment is uh, Annika. Annika hasn't played since Magic in round one. Still doesn't look like getting back in any time uh, too soon. Um, you know, they really need her back. She's probably in their top two players. Yep. Are they um, missing uh, their goalkeeper as well? Is that why... Jenna's in there? Uh, actually, Nat is going to play on the field. Yeah, a bit of a reshuffle. <laughs> in a bit of a reshuffle. She has a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, experience playing on the field, and she's very fit. So they think that they can get um, they can get something away there with Nat on the field. Yep. So no Annika. No Annika. Uh, Charlene is nurse. I think Charlene is playing, but she's nursing a, uh, a hamstring. Yep. Um, she's probably shouldn't play, but because of the situation of of players, they're um, they're really digging deep. So uh, definitely, Charlene. She's a very smart player as well, so I'm sure she'll hopefully be able to manage herself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paige has got a, an issue with her back, um, so hopefully she's able to to last longer than than what she probably once might. They really need her to to stick it out tomorrow night. Um. Yeah. There's so there's a few injuries there. It's it's really you know going to be pushing uphill with but with the help of the um the Div One girls, they should be right. They should be right to get off the, over the line there. I think yeah. so. Um, they've still got a really good team out. They'll you know they've got they'll have a midfield with you know Leah Nelson's looking quite good at the moment. Um, Kim obviously captains a side in midfield. They have a mirror at the back. She'll be solid. Um. 
you know, so those those three players plus, you know, you bring in your, your Ellie's. I think Georgia has got a bad knee. I'm sorry. I, I, I think she's playing, but I, I know she's struggling with a knee. Okay. So that's another one, you know, you can tick off as someone that, yeah. So they've got they've got girls playing, but, you know, they're all doing the, the job for the club, I suppose, which is commendable. Yeah. No, good to see. Hopefully yeah. those girls push through. Yeah. Um, again, 6.15 kickoff um, at Muzzy uh, against Broadbeach. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm loving that random uh, injury. Yeah, everybody hurts. Everybody hurts, mate. Sometimes <laughs> everybody cries. Everybody cries because they're hurting. So who would be your prediction? Uh, question without notice. Right. Who would be your prediction for uh, player of the match for Tash against, yeah, against Broadie? Um, um, I'm going to go, uh, you know what, probably an obvious one, okay. but I'm only going off what I saw in the Pimpleman City game. Mm. I'm going to go Jess Kimpton, who's up for a big game again. Nice. Yep. Nice. I reckon, uh, I reckon she'll put a few away, hopefully. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that, you know, <laughs> there could be any of players that, that could feature. I really think Kim will have a big game. Um, I think that she's been a very good player for them since yeah. since joining the club. Solid player. Solid player, good really leader. Really in a bad performance, very rarely. Yeah, I, I think she can get man of the match against the younger girls. She's still young at heart, gets around the park just fine. Yeah. Um, so, so I think Kimmy can have a big one there. Beautiful. Well, that brings me back to uh, my point before um, with the likes and dislikes. So as, as the team is gelling, which I'm loving at the moment, so the players like Kim... Um, the Charlene's, um, you know, even even Jess Kington, like you know, she's obviously experienced enough to be able to show something to the younger the younger girls. Um, I'm loving their influence on you know the Natalias, the um, Selmas, even Leah Leah Nelson. Yep. So you know, every time I seem to look over when they're training um, or when we're watching them play, it just looks like everyone's enjoying themselves. Yeah, it does. And, um, you you know, get that. Um, you get that impression, oh, don't you? Yeah, I just. I, and, you know, that could be coming from um, a culture thing that's been bred from Tash and Jess, yeah. um, the two coaches. So, you know, I have to commend them on their, I guess, immediate impact on, on the group and yep. also commending the, um, the leadership group in that team for, you know, making sure the girls are happy, they're all getting along mm-hmm. and they're just enjoying cool. themselves. Really good point. Yep. Really good point on the leadership group there. That's what leaders bring, whether you pick a captain because of on-field performance or or you know other reasons you know it's their responsibility essentially to make sure that harmony's there and um, those girls leading you know Tasha's group at the moment are doing a fantastic job you can see it you can see it from the grandstand when they're training them together mm. so uh, what about you Linz any likes or um, dislikes look I've got a dislike Jace Ooh, okay. um, dislike girls just for a change <laughs> um, uh, you know I think that and this is not necessarily exclusive to Tasha's team but you know, it it is because that's their segment, but but um, certainly other girls can have a look at it as well. But you know, players that that at this stage of the season that can only last ten minutes or or thereabouts. Um, you know, I think it's really it's time that if you if you're really battling that I get that it, it's it's difficult. But you know, with Metro, you only train once a week. That's if you come every week. And, you know, there's, there's usually games, game nights, catch-up games, catch-up games at your club. So you're training on a, yep. on a little a field or a half a quarter a field or whatever. So fitness is a bit of a focus here. Fitness is a focus. And, um, 
and yeah, I just the, the dislike I have, you know, for for Tasha's for Tasha's girls in in few is that they can't last, you know, um, you know, you really need to last twenty minutes in a game at least to to be able to get your coach to sub successfully um, without having to worry too much about other things. Um, so I'd like to see some of those girls that are really battling maybe try and put in a bit extra outside of training. Um, it, it, it just helps you tenfold. There's nothing better, girls, when you're, when you're fit and, and you're out in the field and then you're looking at the girl beside you and she's struggling yeah. and uh, you feel great, you know, or you feel like you can give more and um, it just gives you such an upper hand and we're not asking anybody to be, you know, marathon runners. But, um, you know, at this stage of the season, your teams really need you to be able to last, you know, at least half a half to give your teams the best chance. So I don't think Tash would mind me saying that. And um, it's definitely a dislike of mine for a few of the girls with, with Tash at the moment. But also, you know, for, for any girl that's, that's finding it difficult to last that period of time at a level that they feel they can play. You know, I'm not talking about standing out there for 20 minutes. I'm talking about doing work, mm-hmm. you know. And nobody likes to carry a passenger girl. So maybe girls, just have a look at that. Maybe try and get a, a, a run in, you know, once a week where you normally wouldn't. Yeah, interesting. 12-minute run, something like see that. see how the girls react to, react to that in yep. future weeks. No, we'll see how we go. See if I get any clips on the, <laughs> on the, way, on the way back from this podcast or at training or wherever. But um, needs to be said. Yep. Yep. Uh, off the crossbar podcast at Facebook, everyone. Just make sure you comment. <laughs> hashtag everybody hurts. <laughs> everybody hurts. <laughs> Love it. Good hashtag. Um, so, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of part two, Limbs. Uh, mm. Anything else you want to chat about, Tash and uh, Jess's team? I think think we've covered enough off there. Um, you know, we, we really just hope that they can, can play well against Broad Beach, really. If they do, they'll get the win. It's all about playing well and enjoying it. We, it's a bit of a cliched saying, but um, you know that team is looking as though they're enjoying their football. So hopefully they can get reward against Broadie. Yep, I, I agree. Yeah, It'll be good to see. So let's uh, let's take one last break, Lins, and then uh, we'll jump on to our girls. Did one. Sounds good, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Well, Greg, your CV is certainly impressive, but. Um... I'm afraid you're not quite right for us. Okay, fine. Uh, Thank you for considering me for the job. And that's exactly what I was hoping you'd say. We need a cool-headed man like you on our team, Greg. That was a test, and you've passed. Welcome aboard. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so I've got the job. No, of course not. Not a point, gullible fools. Hello everyone, welcome back to Off The Crossbar Podcast for part three. Linza, looks like that uh, applicant didn't make it either. No, Greg is a fizzer. <laughs> <laughs> he misses the cut. The Liam, continues for Liam, Liam goes back to top of the list. Liam, uh, looks like me. he may be getting a call back. Yeah. Alright, the search continues I guess for our IT man for next uh, going forward for the podcast. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So, uh, Linz, our, our Div 1 girls, um, for this yeah. part. Yep. So, last week, we, uh, we travelled down to Palmy. Yes, um, we went to Palmy, having drawn with them five all previously, um, expecting a, a really tough game down there. Um, usually, Palmy are harder to beat at home 
as a rule mm. than, than anywhere else which is not unusual for most teams but normally a very high energy sort of team mm. um, that we come up against it you know with Palmy they, they love to press don't they yep yep they usually know that that's the way to probably nick a few goals off us um, but the girls really um, adapted to the conditions really well um, probably had their head screwed on properly given that they drawn with them earlier they didn't go down confident and cocky so we you know we were able to get control of the game early and then really sort of run right um you know annie had a hat trick in the first 20 minutes you know she Um, started the game amazingly well yeah um you know georgia assisted her on two of those goals as well yep which is great (laughs) georgia was was brilliant out in the night you know all the girls were but george was definitely from the get-go very effective um, having a great season, Georgia. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. hit the ground running. It's probably a little bit Pun too intended. early. <laughs> <laughs> probably a little too early to get into likes and dislikes, but one massive like for me with our Div One is Georgia at the moment. Yeah, um, she's just doing everything right. You know, she's really trying hard to pick up new concepts. Um, if she's not picking it up, she's asking a lot of questions and wanting to become a better player. Uh, obviously, has speed on her side. But when you match that with some football smarts, you've got a very, very dangerous weapon. Yeah, I could not agree more with that. Um, it's, it's easy enough for players that have, you know, the ability that Georgia has in regards to pace. Um, it's very easy for those players to just simply rely on that pace and just go, well, I'm just going to outrun every player. You see it a lot. But, um, you know, what happens when you come up against a player that can keep up with you? You know what I mean? So yep. it's about um, being effective when you're not just quick but what can you do with the ball how can you how can you move off the ball yeah um you know to be effective and you know what in um uh, i guess high intensity situations where we have an opportunity to score how can georgia influence the game that way in regards to you know does she play across um how does that cross go in is it across a six yard box is it you know is she laying it back for a midfielder uh, or is she going to goal herself? And I think she's really, really stepped up in that department. She has. Um, you know, in her assists, uh, you know, obviously um, backing that up. Yeah. And, you know, I suppose the one negative on George at the moment is her own, you know, goal scoring consistency. Um, certainly being prominent on the field as a player. But, you know, she missed out at Palm Beach when we scored 11. As, yeah. You know, when she could have easily looking on the highlights... She could have had at least two or three herself. Yep, yep. And the same in the previous weeks. You know, very, very gettable goals for someone of her standard. So um, looking at improving that area, George, but going great guns, mate. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely great guns. Um, and obviously you've just mentioned there, so Annie had a, an amazing game yeah. as well against Palmy. A, a, you know, a 20-minute hat-trick, which was quite yeah. impressive. Yeah, look, I don't need any, <laughs> any help on on um, giving any too much praise. Um, she's absolutely one of my favourites. So um, I really like her work rate at the moment. She's really busy adapting herself to a wing position. And, you know, we had a bit of a chat at training and she was a little bit, I suppose, um, what's the word, embarrassed about scoring a couple of tap-ins. But the work that she does to get to that area uh, is extremely impressive and she's creating through the through the ground in combinations with midfield so mm. very pleased with Annie at the moment yeah no definitely yeah definitely couldn't agree more there 
Um, one thing I wanted to highlight in this game, um, which you know finished a resounding win, um, 11-1 mm. um, for us, um, was how um, prominent our midfield was that game. Um, yeah. Like... Evie is making that number six, number six role her own in you know the absence obviously of Laney. Yeah. Um, but you know two very different players, but both playing styles are so effective for our team. Yeah, it's like Evie's um, really adopted the responsibility with with Beck being out. I don't know whether it's been a conscious decision or she's just going about a business. Whatever it is, you know, it's fantastic for the team. Uh, she's definitely been more disciplined and structured in in her positioning i think so as well it's um, definitely giving players like jade and afi um freedom to you know attack the half space going forward yeah um yeah and I, and I just think the smarts to go with it is something that we probably didn't credit evie with enough of earlier on you know when she was you know playing more in front of beck um you know she's really picking the right decision and the right easy early option um, and the team's just cashing in off the back of her work. Uh, Bree, Bree, Jade, and and Afy are allowed to go about their attacking business and flair, knowing that Evie's minding the shop. Yep. <laughs> you know, so yep. um, it's a great, great little system they've got going. It's worked well for us. Yeah, it's a nice feeling to have knowing that you've got protection behind you if you happen to lose the ball or you know something just doesn't quite come off in regards to you know how you want to affect the game. You've got someone like Evie behind you um you know it's a really really good feeling to have and obviously it shows in the scoring charts because jade got herself a five goal haul as well the old injury update hey? sometimes everybody cries jace so few injuries out of Div One at the moment. Um, hence the you know the the assistance coming this week from Tasha's girls helping us out. Yep. Um, we have we've got you know Loz missing this week with an ankle an ankle problem. She picked up against uh, Palm Beach early in the game. Yep. She sort of got clipped and just aggravated a bit of a situation for yep. her. It looked fair, it looked though, a bit made, nasty. Uh, yeah, she made a very good tackle though. Yeah. Um, in regards to obviously she came off a little bit second best after that but I reckon if she didn't make that tackle um, that striker was in on goal yep oh, oh definitely really important moment and um, you know something that Loz probably isn't credited enough with certainly by ourselves we're, we're, we're concerned with her in that area but she she really did put her body on the line to save a goal there and took one on the ankle for it she's got to miss this week but hopefully that's all um, Sav misses her second week in a row this week um just i suppose protecting what is a very you know a, a, yeah so we're just trying to get her through that um in this period as well so you know we don't want her after the preseason. she's had to have an extended period yeah out of the game so need to make sure she listens to loz as well and she's not doing her fifth and sixth run for the week in 15th uh, gym class yeah i mean <laughs> You hearing me, Sav? Oh. <laughs> Get stay off your oh, feet. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, it's... very good though. She's very, very fit. Yeah, but um, you know, she yep. she needs to stay off her feet if we want her back on the pitch. Yep. No, that's true. We really need you, Sav. So make sure you're you're doing all the right things there. Um, you know, without forgetting to mention, of course, we've got Laney Beck, uh, captain out with 
a wrist and a calf, <laughs> depending on how you want to look at it or which way you want to approach it. Um, out for probably an unknown period of time, really. It's all a little bit play by ear with Bex, you know, with, with that situation. Mm. The positive is a calf should be right by the time a wrist is right. Should be perfect. So that's the, <laughs> that's the one silver lining out of it. And I suppose the other silver lining out of it, I spoke to Beck about it, is that it is only early in the season. So she should be able to touch wood to get back and, um, you know, have a good crack at the back half of the year. Yeah. Um, that that's certainly the hope anyway from our team's perspective yeah it's definitely one thing I, I know for a fact Bex um, you know never had to deal with anything like this before she's never been out yeah <laughs> for this long ever um, you know she's only ever missed maybe one game yeah um, you know every season it's it's not like her to miss this amount of football so definitely something she's trying to come to terms with but um, <laughs> we can't wait to have her back Yep, that's true, and she's making a nuisance of herself at training, so she's much better with the boots on, I guarantee it. <laughs> so, um, you know, fingers crossed for an early early recovery for you there, Bex. Um, also, last night, Annie was just complaining of a bit of hamstring tightness, which was a bit of a concern for us, you know. Um, she's an extremely important player for us. Yeah. Um, Caitlin as well. Is she doing all right with her? Yeah, Katie seems fine now. Um, I think she's over over Is the worst of hers. Yeah, it's like an an adductor, an adductor muscle, um, you know, strain. I suppose it was. It was sort of there, but not really an injury. Just annoying her. Um, certainly on the right hand side, it gives her more grief. But on the left hand side, she's quite comfortable and adapt. Mm-hmm. But she seems fine now. She's re- she's good to go. Um, yeah, but I mean, before you were so rudely interrupted there, uh, Jace, with <laughs> the everybody hurts call. I'm loving that. Loving uh, that segment. <laughs> you were about to um, bring up the influence of Jade in the Palm Beach game. Yes, so it's. Um, I think it's becoming um, very well known the influence Jade has on the pitch now, not just through the stats that she comes up with, which is still mind-boggling at the moment. You know, five goals and um, you know five goals and and she also notched up an assist for Annie's second goal. Yeah. Um, as well, you know, which is just crazy she is um you know had a, an absolute explosive start to the year but it's actually the stuff that's off the ball yeah um, i agree or things that are leading up to um effective plays in the game so um you know if for, for those of you that are there that get you know get to watch the game so i know a lot of the div two girls came down to palmy last week because their game was yeah canceled. both teams so, came down that was brilliant yeah, so massive thank you to, to everyone that came down yep Hopefully you girls can agree with me here. Um, you know, if you if you actually watch Jade when she's off the ball, close to the plate, or she's even you know uh, um, about to receive the ball, she's actually talking to yeah. her players, letting her know in the moment like how they can help um, themselves or how how much information she can give them to help their next play. Um, you know, I noticed one situation where she nearly scored off this. Um, it was late in the game, but it was a moment where um, Jade had won the ball. She passed it off to Bree, and um, as soon as she's passed it, she's bolted into another half space. But notice that Bree didn't realise a play was coming um, from her right because Bree had her back to goal, and you could hear it as clear as day. Jade was yelling out to her, going, "Bree, Bree, Bree, take a touch. Someone's on your right. Take a touch." And you saw it. Bree took a touch. She turned the player out, um, which was. Great bit of skill from Bree, but then as soon as Jade has screamed out to her, say, "Yeah, give us it back, give us it back," you could actually hear her 
in the moment readjust and say, hold on a sec, take another touch. And then she's gotten past another palmy player and then said, yep, give it now, give it now, give it now. Yeah. And, you know, I know that's a lot to take in right now, but in the split seconds that that's all happening, that's actually helping someone like Bree so much. Yeah. Because she's actually stepping her through such a fine-tuned process. And you know what? I'd love to have a player like Jade in, in the Bay team that I yeah. play for, like just constantly giving you that info, um, who's able to readjust in the moment as well and still keep the flow of the game going and not have it break down. Um, yeah. Oh, look, I think it's like having an extra player out there with the way she communicates to the teams. It's it's like you've got, <laughs> if I can give you the analogy, of it's like you're, you've got an exam and you've got someone there beside you that has all the answers that's telling you the answers. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically what's happening out there on the field for our girls who are playing with Jade at the moment. Um, you know, we obviously knew her coming in was she was a quality player from from a high level. Yeah, that was something I suppose we we kind of knew that that we'd be benefiting from. Yeah, definitely. But what we didn't realise that we'd be getting was an absolute ripper of a girl mm. that's friendly as as buggery, like trains the house down, um, and always happy to be attentive in regards to when the training sessions are on and either you or I are stopping things happening um, halfway through and explaining, she's she's always the one that's front and centre and, you know, nodding and going, yep, gotcha, yep, let's do this and, like, actually actively listening. Yeah, she understands and it's and it's helping the other girls understand. I'm really, really pleased with her at the moment. It's going to be hard to go through the year and not sing her praises all the time. Um, but we'll find ways to knock her through the year. Don't worry about that, Jado. <laughs> <Sure you> <laughs> um, that's my mission. So um, good luck tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> but also in, in a partner in crime, and I love the way that that they're combining is you know with Afi. Oh my god! I mean, How if good. if there was a player that you wouldn't want to. You know, go up against. Yeah, and 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 you know, um, pick up a combination with with a the person, jade. A person of very few words, but is so loud in what she does in action. Yeah, she's just found the perfect partner in Jade, and they are destroying teams at the moment. Um, both with the quality, and they're just on the same page all the time. Um, so you know, it's really good, and how we we discuss it a lot, Jason. I don't think that we've really brought it up with the girls too often, but. You know, we intentionally put Jade and Afi on different teams at training just so that we love them competing we against each other. Because they, they need something to, they, to, to thrive off as well. They absolutely don't give each other a moment's space and it makes for great battles. And, you know, Afi normally wins because of her <laughs> enormous, you know, size and strength, really. But but Jade definitely gets holds her own. Yeah. And, um, you it's know... It's good to watch. It's great to you watch. You can see the smirk on their faces. They, yep. they, they want to go with each other. And um, it's it's great to see because they're, you know, they're, they're actually developing each other in a way. Sure. So, and it's a, it's a bit of a lesson for other teams. You know, they, they go in... I wouldn't say they go in hard, but they're definitely very physical with each other and they're both supremely competitive, you know. So that's great training. It's great training if you can find a partner like that, you know, that, that's going to make you better. Yep. Um, but we've got good players all over the park. Really, really happy with how Malia's played in the last the last week. I think she was, she was really good at Palmy. Um, you know, uh, Soph's definitely improved every week since the start of the season. Yeah, her defending is 
Yeah. Top notch. Oh, it's just brilliant in that um, Palmy video. Mm. If you get a chance to watch Soph's defending there and, you know, she's in a position where she's partnering up with Cherie at the moment because of injuries and they're they're going great guns at the the back there, in my opinion. They had everything under control the other night. Yep. You know, we've already touched on touched on Evie I suppose yeah but the, the the one that's sort of flown under the radar a bit there's there's two left really well, for me there's one it, of them's one of my likes well well where you go take the floor <laughs> you're up on well I'm hoping one of these girls is someone you're about to mention um but my my like for this week for the girls is Annabelle oh uh, yeah so no that that was my like as well <laughs> that was my like how yeah, can you not like this girl at the moment um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned it during our halftime chat, um, and I'll, I'll mention it again. Um, you know, I think Annabelle is definitely one player at the moment that is absolutely thriving off the Afi jade combination, um, and Bree as well, when Bree's in there, mm. and, you know, causing havoc. Um, I think Annabelle's gaining a lot more confidence in the sense that when the ball's coming to her, you can see that she's actually trying to do things with the ball. Um, on the half turn or in the half space, she's not. Yeah. Um, she's not receiving the ball now, and then thinking, "What do I do with it now?" After that, which is obviously causing her to lose time on the ball, and a defender shutting her down, or you know, getting a foot in and knocking the ball away from her. Um, you know, I think if you girls happen to watch um, that Palm Beach video that Mel put up the other day for us, yep. um, a perfect example is you'll see. I think for Annie's, I don't know if it was Annie's first. Or second goal, it was the one where you'll see Annabelle um, gets the ball literally back to goal, um, just past halfway. But you can see that her first movement after she receives the ball is she she makes a touch to her right and actually turns the defender inside out and straight away puts the ball through a pocket of space for Annie to run onto. Um, and I was just so impressed with Annabelle's you know um, thought process and execution mm. on that. Um, you know, she is coming in absolute leaps and bounds at the moment in regards to the last couple of games she's played. Um, yep. I know we've spoken in the past where um, we know Annabelle will, you know, absolutely battle for 80 or 90 minutes and, you know, be doing the hard stuff but won't quite get, you know, that reward in a, in a goal for herself. But, you know, she would have had an amazing game. She may not realise that, but we, you and I as coaches definitely see it in regards to her work rate and what she's trying to do off the ball to move defenders out of position or, yeah. you know, putting little cushions back for the, the midfielders. Just or, just getting herself involved. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm so happy she did end up getting a reward, um, you know, just before halftime with a goal herself. Yeah. Um, but I think her link-up play um, is definitely something that's going to make her um, get to the next level yep. um, in regards to her development this year. I agree entirely. She's she's going beautifully at the moment. Two player of the matches in two games for Annabelle. Um, she's about to play her third game in three days. Oh, sorry, in a week. Yep. Third game in a week um, will be with us, you know, against Kingscliff tomorrow night. So she's not only playing well, she's playing often. You know, she's physically getting through big minutes. Something that we haven't really credited Annabelle with in the past, you know, she's digging in and, um, you know, really proud of her for that. Um, yep, I agree. you know, Brie is just flying under the radar a little, but I'm really happy, really happy with her at the moment. She's, um, you know, in the, in the clip 
at Palm Beach, you notice Brian a lot. She's mm-hmm. involved heavily, um, coming back into midfield while Annabelle was up front. Um, so she's she's not featuring prominently in stats like she did last year, but um, it's only early in the season and she's just finding a way. She's sort of been juggled between striker and midfield with the inclusion of Afi and Jade and, and Annabelle going so well. Yeah. Um, so I think the girls actually don't realise how how lucky they are sometimes or they can't believe how good of a ball that comes through for them sometimes when you see Bree in a sticky situation but she somehow manages to get into some sort of space or in a position where she's able to put a ball through and it happened um, against Brody the other mm. week where I think she was almost next to us in the dugout and she literally turns the left back and she put a ball like a diagonal ball through yeah to Annie I to think Annie. Yeah, yeah Annie was just didn't couldn't believe her luck she yeah. was in on goal one on one and obviously um, just unlucky that Annie yeah, yeah. finish it off. Yeah. But um, I think once the girls realise that Bree is always looking, always searching for those runners, um, you know, it, it almost, and I don't know if I'm crediting Bree too much here, I don't know if she actually realises she's doing this. but it, Probably um, not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she almost struggles to find out where we're playing. <laughs> she, she does. But in the heat of the moment, I actually think she's thinking two or three steps ahead. In regards to when the ball's at her feet, she's scanning and she's looking for the runs that the girls are making. Um, and it's just, you know, it's not quite coming off for Brie because the girls aren't finishing off those chances. Yep. But, you know, credit to Brie. She keeps pushing. She's putting those balls in. And, you know what? She got herself two assists, yep. um, you know, for, for, for the Palmy game last okay. week. Oh, so, well, you know. You know that, I'm not surprised. I didn't know that. But I was I was watching the video back that Mel did. and yep. and. Bree is prominent in that video. Yeah, and, very much so. And I think, you know, with our, our midfield as it is at the moment, it's very star-studded with girls playing well with, you know, Evie cementing that position. Yep. Uh, Afi and Jade just running an absolute mark. You know, Bree, we like Bree up front at the start of the year. She's working hard in a new position, but she's just, I suppose she's in that position where she's just bouncing in between spots and filling in, which every player has to do at some stage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's she's very much an important part of our side. Yeah. I think one thing for me, I think the girls need to start, excuse me, um, I guess realising that Bree can find them, if that makes sense. So the Georges, the Savs, yeah. the Annies, even Annabelle. So our attacking players, um, if they can almost start tracking their runs in regards to giving Bree that information that she can put the ball through for them. If they can anticipate that a bit more, um, you know, I definitely think that can add another at least 10 to 15 goals for the season for us. Yeah, the only, I suppose the only question I've got on Bree, um, which we've spoken about, won't come any surprise uh, if she hears this. You know, I, I just think sometimes she gets a little bit loose and lazy with her touches. You know, and that comes from, I suppose, being, you know, getting away with things for so long in her in her, in her juniors, I'm guessing, or, you know, where she could just cream a ball first time, you know, in the top corner. You know, that was just always Bree's way. You know, mm. she didn't think too much. She just did it. But, um, you know, when you've got, when you're now in a team where you've got other runners working around you so hard, I think if Bree could just um, keep in mind to play sort of, two touch rather than one touch um, I think that she will really take care of the ball yeah and I, that's that's the only knock on Brie I've got at this point but um, you know we've spoken about it hopefully that she can take that on board for 
for future weeks. But you know, what a player! Yeah, definitely. What a player, and um, you know, the other the other one, you know, that that I suppose we we can touch on. I, I'd like to just talk about a little bit. Would be Jenna. Yeah. Um. So often forgot when you've got a team that's that's very attacking, very, very attractive football. You usually forget the the poor one at the back. But um, you know, we had a good long chat last night. It's really important position she plays. It's very, very vital that she doesn't drop the ball on our team because it's the most costly position on the, on the field. Mm. So, you know, for as good as we play, if Jenna turns up and is not switched on, if Jenna turns up and she just doesn't feel like it or if she's unwell or for whatever's going on, you know, we're in, we're in trouble. You know, it's, it's the one player that we need to actually be switched on every single minute of every single game, mm. whether the ball's in her area or not. So she's been excellent at that. Um, really proud with how she's training and fitted in with the girls. So, yeah, not yeah. doing very well. Um, also got a credit for the save she made off me last night. Very well done, Jenna. Yes, yes. Um, we were talking about it earlier, actually, today. And um, <laughs> she said flashbacks of, of a save that she made at goals against us with, with Lundy. And I said... <laughs> I said, mate, there's no way Jason got onto that as well as Lundy got onto that at, at yeah. goals that night. I mean, you at least saved Jason's. You didn't even see Lundy's. Yeah. <laughs> she, she acknowledged that she made the save. That's the most yeah. important thing. But, yep, yeah, she's, she's brave. She's going well. Um, you know, still got plenty to work on, Jenna. You know, there's, there's, there's still plenty of improvement room there. And she's got a great support network in, you know, Mel, obviously, yeah. um, helping her out. Yep, Mel, Mel's always on hand for her. And obviously we are as well, very yep. supportive backline. I know she, um, Jenna talks to me a lot about how good Lauren is with her in particular. You know, um, Lauren talks her through a lot of situations, which, you know, we don't really hear that in the bench. Mm. It's good to hear from other players what's, what actually goes on because, it, you know, yeah, I mean, just, just because it's not audible to everyone, it doesn't mean it's not happening and... Jenna confirmed for me that Lauren actually speaks to her nonstop through the game. Yeah, so, that's great to hear. Yep. Great um, to hear. And obviously you got Cherie that's always chatting as well, so that's great. Yeah, and she gets a chance to skip her the team tomorrow night, which I'm really pleased for her for. Yeah, She's, big she, congrats to, to Cherie. She well deserves it. You know, it comes through our injury to Beck and Lauren, but she has been a leader of our team without the captaincy label she's been a leader of our team for a number of years and she actually gets the opportunity to to take that responsibility tomorrow tomorrow night and i'm sure she'll um i'm sure she'll relish in it you know yeah. so and she's got a good deputy there as well in, in evie yeah well i thought i thought evie would be you know the, the next in line you know in terms of girls that that would deserve you know that that honor yeah um and you know good good honor no one's worked harder than evie we're really really pleased with her and yeah. it's just a, by example that she can earn that role yeah so yeah both those girls are leading the team um against kingy um tomorrow night so we're, we're mm. at home mm. um, and we play after um tash and jess's div two team so we're on at 10 past eight yep um yeah so kingy will come up and see us i mean last time we played you know, we got a two-all draw after being up 2-0 at 85 minutes. So um, it just goes to show you, won't su surprise anyone to hear, Kingy are a 90-minute team. They they get from one end of the field to the other and very quickly, very direct. And they never give up. And they never stop. Yeah, they've got girls that can bomb 
you know, bomb goals from wherever. Um, so they they have they hold their threats. I really feel like they're the next best team in the league. Um, you know, they're sitting bottom of the table at the moment, but they've only played. It doesn't reflect what, what they're like as a team. They've only played two games, and one of them was a draw against us. So, so they'll they'll definitely uh, hit their straps, come up with a plan, and and you know make things very difficult for us. I, I would imagine, mate. Yeah, no, I think so too. It's going to be a very tough game. Um, but, you know, definitely a chance to, to, to break away from, from the very small pack that is the Div 1 comp um, in regards to there being only three other teams. Yeah. yeah, look, there's no hiding that that's disappointing. But, you know, what I was talking to some of the girls through the week and the fact that every game will be a tough game, you know, is the silver lining. You know what I mean? It's always going to be competitive. Yep. Every week there'll be someone tough to play, even though, you know, we, we, we haven't got that many opponents. It's going to be a good game every week. We don't want to go playing teams and winning, you know, 15-0, 20-0. That's not what we're about. So we, we were able to beat Palm Beach 11-1 because we played out of our skins and basically Palmy gave up. They gave up. Yeah, they, I think they were definitely off their game. Um, yeah, if you night. if you watch the Palmy video from game one and then watch the Palmy video from game two, it's the same team. To start contrast though, yep. the energy they had. Exactly. So, you know, and Div 1 should be that. If you do give up, if you do drop off, you then should you punished. should be punished and that's what we did. So, um, you know, the fact that there's only four teams in the league, I think that every game will be tough. That's the one thing that we've got to, I suppose, you know, hold on to. And we've still got a league to go and win, you know. It's yep. still a league to win. Yep. And that, no, that's that's right. the absolute goal. Yep. Um, uh, coming out of this Kingy game, Jace, give us a, a prediction of who might get player of the match. Yeah, I had a bit of a think about this one. And obviously without the, the obvious players that have been playing well the last couple of games... Um, I'm kind of leaning towards Bree mm. as um, having a big one. Mm. Got a funny feeling that she's been sort of brooding the last couple of weeks and showing glimpses of brilliance, obviously, from what I said just before in regards to um, Bree putting some great balls through for, for our attacking players. Um, I just think she's got... She's got a game in her where she's just going to explode, I think, and I'm, I'm, I reckon it's going to be this Kingy game. Yep, no, it's, it's fair. It's definitely coming. Mm. It's definitely coming, and that wouldn't surprise me at all to see Bree do very well. Yep. What about you? Um. Well, look, can I say Annie, or is she banned <laughs> off the? <that? laughs> look, you can say Annie, but you've got to name one more player because <laughs> we know it's going to be Annie everywhere. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I'm actually going to predict. Uh, probably Cherie in her captain's debut. Yep, good, good one. Um, look, she's played well every single game this year. She's sort of... We ex- we have a level of expectation with Cherie that she's just going to have a good game whenever she plays, and sometimes that's unfair, you know, because, you know, we, we don't we don't give her the plaudits that she deserves for, for how good she is. Um but I think probably in the Kingy game, I think we're going to have to defend really well. And I think anyone in the back four might, you know, have to have to play out of their skins, you know, um, for us to do really well, whether it's uh, central or wide. Yeah. 
um, or in fact Jenna herself. I think that you know we can't avoid that situation, but yeah, I, I'm expecting Sheree to have a big one with a C on uh, against her name. Um, but um, hopefully, you know, we can if we can play anything like we did against uh, Palmer, you know, it won't matter. They'll all they'll all feature yeah, and um, I we'll, think so too. and we'll have a good night. It's and, definitely one thing I said to the girls after the Palmy game. Um, obviously praising their efforts, but you know, trying to keep them you know, keep their feet on the ground in the sense that, mm. you know, that game's essentially going to mean nothing if we don't come out and, you know, continue to strive to play as best we can against teams like Kingy this mm. week. You know, if we don't if we don't put in a good performance this week, then, you know, last week kind of doesn't really... It's irrelevant, really. Well, exactly. Exactly. I, um, you know, I'll, I'll be bringing that up pre-game. You know, we, we can't go and wallop a team one week and then be substandard the next week if we're you know we're pushing ourselves yep that's that's the challenge we're setting um obviously we've got players out and injured that we didn't have you know the the previous week so mm. so that again provides another test for us um in terms of likes jace what are you liking at the moment about our girls uh, Any, anything jumping out at you that you particularly like yeah the one thing i am liking at the moment um is I'm, I'm liking the adjustments the girls are making to feedback from, from you and I. So in regards to from game one to the game we just had last week against Palmy, seeing differences in player performances based on um, you know them coming to you or coming to myself and asking for extra information, um, you know their questioning of um, the drills that we do at training, obviously mm. every Monday night. You can see that's benefiting them in the following games, and it's a massive like for me because, you know, we mentioned it before. Like George's great start to the season. Yeah. Um, Annie's work rate. Yeah. Um, you know, Cherie's consistency. Yeah. Um, even though we don't mention it too much, but you know, it's because she's always questioning herself and she's always pushing herself to do better. It's a feature. Yep. Um, you know, Jenna's tenacity. You know, she puts her body in the line week in week out. Um, and still continues to ask for feedback from yourself and from Mel, yeah. um, you know, and then backs that up with a good performance straight after that. So, yeah. you know, if there's one thing I can say to the girls going forward, it's don't don't stop from, you know, don't stop that at all. You know, we need to continue that because, you know, there's always room to improve no matter how good a team is um, or players can be. Mm. Um, you know, never never be satisfied with the level you're at now. Mm. Always stay hungry, and I'm loving that from the girls. No, that's a very very good point. That's don't disagree with you there. I like that as well. I do, however, have a dislike. Um, dislike for me, girls. Um, indeed, I felt certainly we we trained poorly on Monday night. Wasn't really happy with that session at all, and um, you know, I take some blame. On, on the level, whether we plan for sessions that sometimes don't work, that's going to happen. Sometimes the explanation, you know, in the delivery to the girls might not be um, clear enough. So I take some responsibility, but I think, you know, I was really disappointed with the girls on Monday night. What I dislike was the fact that I had to prompt the girls to bring their own intensity to the drills that we're providing. Yep. Um, you know, I'd like to to see them bring that from within. And to be fair, usually Beck is is huge on that. You know, yeah. if, if she's got the boots on. Um, 
so you know big dislike for me was was that session with the girls i suppose i i, I just don't want it to be a cockiness from last week's game i suppose that's that's the main yeah that's the main thing that i thought maybe these girls are a little bit ahead of themselves at the moment because we did play so well we deserve to be very very confident but that was a training session for me that i i really had had trouble with uh grasping what went wrong on the way home um something that we'll revisit you know later on in the year mm. but um you know uh, just a uh, i suppose a message to the other two the the other two div 2 teams that you know we don't always hit it off <laughs> in div 1 we, there's a lot of times where over the years not so much this year we've been good this year mm. for a lot of time but over the years there's a lot of times where the sessions you plan they don't always go to plan yep. you know it doesn't always work out as nice as what you'd like to be girls that that are normally switched on aren't you know sometimes and you know every team needs to sort of understand that that can happen to any team and so you know if if you're a girl in Lundy's or Tasha's sides you know and you have a bad training session with your group whether it's you personally or your team mm. you know you got to understand that all right put that one away get back and don't let it happen again so um, yeah, dislike for me would be training on Monday night. Let's turn it around against Kingy, um, and then we'll be laughing again. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. All right, so just a recap on the games coming up tomorrow night, Lynn. So we've got, obviously, uh, Lundy's girls are away again um, to Bond at 7.45. Yep. Uh, and then we've got a double header um, at home um, tomorrow night where Tash and Jess's um, girls are up against Broadbeach at 6.15. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, our girls follow that game after that for an 8.10 kickoff. Yep. So, hopefully, nine points uh, tomorrow night from all three teams. It'd be great. Yep. Um, all three teams are undermanned, but will put their best foot forward and have all got strong teams on the park. Mm. So... Um, we're in we're in good shape in that regard. There'd be a lot of clubs jealous of the shape that we're in. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, beautiful. I think that uh, brings us to the end for today, mate. Yeah, mate. I'm happy with what we've covered today. It's been an enjoyable afternoon talking about the girls. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of good stuff happening down at Muzzy, and you know, the girls have been great in their volunteering work, and there's a lot of good stuff happening off the field. You know, Annabelle's taken on the the inclusive program coaching. Um, you know, the responsibility there, which is, you know, she hasn't had um, big turnouts there, but she's put a hand up to do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, good on her for that. But, yeah, um, plenty to like going forward, and we've got plenty to talk about next week when we reconvene, mate. Yeah. Mm. Can't wait for next week. Should Hopefully, be good. Uh, we talk about three good performances. Yeah, we'll keep the American honeys on chill. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It went we'll, down great today. Yep. No, it was good, mate. Thanks for that. Enjoyed no it. Thanks, mate. We'll uh, have a great week, everyone. And uh, yep. yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks, girls. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Bye. This proton accelerator destabilizes the atom in this chamber here, then propels it. Uh, excuse me, Professor Brainiac, but I worked in a nuclear power plant for 10 years, and uh, I think I know how a proton accelerator works. Well, please come down and show us. All right, I will. In there, guys. Thanks, Homer.